There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Locatora Radio is a radiophonic novella. Which is just a very extra way of saying... A podcast! I'm Dios FM. And I am Mala Munoz. Locatora Radio is your prima's favorite podcast hosted by us, Mala and Diosa. We're two IG friends turned podcast partners, breaking down pop culture, feminism, sexual wellness, and offering fresh takes on trending topics through nuanced interviews with up-and-coming Latinx creatives. Known as Las Locatoras, Las Mamis Submitting Bullshit, The Porcasteras Next Door, and Las Porcasteras Peligrosas, we've been podcasting independently since 2016, and we're bringing our radiophonic novela to the My Cultura Network to continue sharing stories from the Latinx community. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 7. Take us to your network! Hola, hola, locamores. Welcome back to Locatora Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. In past episodes of Locatora Radio, we've discussed the cancellation of some of our favorite shows like Gentified, uh, now Los Spookies, and sadly, The Gordita Chronicles. A whole slew of shows at HBO Max have since been canceled, um, including other shows like Love Life and Minx, which is so, so good. And Minx was like renewed for a second season and still has been canceled by HBO Max. So we're just going to today talk about all these show cancellations, shows being removed from platforms and what it means, what happens to that art. And just like, you know, the things we've been noticing and people have been talking about as these shows have been canceled. Yeah, but before we dive into all those topics, you know, we hope y'all had a good holiday season. We hope you're winding down, hibernating a little bit and bringing in the new year with like good energy, feeling grounded or whatever it is that you're feeling. We wish you well to all our locamores. Thank you for being here. We wish you a happy new year. And if you listened to our last episode, I hope you employed some of our <laughs> advice for setting healthy boundaries at your family holiday gatherings. And if you have any holiday stories, we, of course, want to hear them. Yeah. Did you fight at the dinner table because of your fave <laughs> podcasters? We want to know. Give us the play-by-play. -play. Like, is our propaganda working? Is it seeping <laughs> into the hearts and minds of America's Latinx youth? <laughs> our misandrist podcast. 
Oh my God. Maybe we should tell that story for our new listeners. And now that we're on this new platform, you know, like it's been a while since we've talked about that on the show. Yeah, I think we, we talk about this in like real life, like when we do panels, when yes. we're at events, because it does come up naturally. And we kind of just have this story pocketed because it, I feel it really shifted the way we showed up in real life and on the show. So I think, yeah, let's remind our listeners yeah. what happened to us in 2018, I believe. Seems like a lifetime ago. Early, early years of the podcast. We were still, mm -hmm. we were conducting our Oye Loca segment via Curious Cat Me, which was this like thing you can add to your Twitter where folks could uh, submit questions anonymously. And then what happened? And then one day we get like a slew of notifications because someone vis-a-vis -vis Curious Cat Me is tagging us. But in like a random woman's Curious Cat Me, she's like a, a Brazilian woman, no affiliation with the podcast, doesn't follow us. We don't follow her. She's not a listener. Like someone went and just found like a random woman's account and like went to her Curious Cat Me and tagged us in a bunch of like entries oddly they would also tag us alongside <laughs> alongside hillary rodham clinton like simultaneously in all these messages it was so strange so he would like we just assumed it's a he it was like an anonymous user he was saying wild things to us for example like i never want to listen to your misandrous podcast ever again you hoary cunts end quote end quote like, exact I, quote i'm trying to pull it up quickly but it's been such a long time ago i i can't find it but i do recall it saying i'm so sick of listening oh, yeah. to your misandrous <laughs> podcast which made it all the more delicious and horrifying because why are you still listening my dude like just turn it off just turn it off what what Who's what would you say who's like who's forcing you to listen yes. to our podcast i like had this vision of this man being like strapped down and like <laughs> someone like forcing audio headphones on them and them having to listen to this misandrous podcast yeah but he said a bunch of other things a I bunch like, of things didn't he tell say jump off a bridge other he wished violence upon he us wished if violence. i recall if he, i recall he wished a lot of violence upon us that we won't repeat because it is very <laughs> intense yeah. yeah which is why we talk about it at our at our events or when events. it comes up and we and we also like tame it down because it's just very violent language that i don't think we need to repeat but no we were we were traumatized enough when it yeah, happened yeah <laughs> yeah it's true it's true but so with that you know i feel like there it was, was a, probably it changed the game for us, like you said. It did change the game, and I think that there was a period of time where there were where we were our listeners were in their early twenties, just like us, and they were probably dating these like ancient dudes, just like we were, mm. and they were listening to this podcast, and we were mm. telling them all this feminist stuff, having all these conversations, and then they'd break up with their boyfriends or they'd have a fight with oh, their yeah. boyfriends, and I feel like it was either a jaded dude whose girlfriend was listening to our podcast and broke up with him or like an old senor like yeah. the the use of the word hoary like whore hoary. i'm like who Cunts. says whore anymore yeah hoary hoary <laughs> yeah so that that was that oh my god uh yeah it was wild um and so it kind of made us feel like oh like 
not everyone who listens is friendly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there are people maybe who are listening, but they don't like us. That's right. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always. What? I thought everyone loved us. <laughs> yeah. You know, I always think it's really interesting when people choose to engage with people they don't like. You know, like they're out of their way. He went out of his way yeah. multiple times. Yeah. Because it also wasn't even an R Curious Cat Me, it was an other people's anonymous message situation so why why were they even doing that i don't know thanks for the free promo bro truly (laughs) i have never ever well i have never wished harm on anyone but even just on a very basic level like i've never gone into someone's dms that's creating something i don't like like i've never actively sought them out to tell them i don't like your podcast i don't like your movie i don't like your book like i've never done that and so it's interesting that there are people that like you said consume media consume art and hate it and continue to do it yeah there's someone right now actually who emails us all the time there is yes he hasn't he hasn't threatened us or wished no i I just trashed the emails i have not opened one because he 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 found us because we did a spectrum spot and there was an la times quote he found us not through, too long ago he found us through the la times quote that's when the yes. the email started began that's when they began because he would cc other <laughs> la times journalists that's so true he's emailing us and like staff journalists yeah. at the los angeles Times. our caliber i love it <laughs> us hillary clinton right Right. The masthead at the LA Times. We're <laughs> peers and colleagues, so I can see why. Oh, uh, okay. Well, back <laughs> to today's scheduled programming. You know, we do want to talk about some sad news in the media landscape. As of today, it's only been a few days that Gordita Chronicles has been officially pulled from HBO Max. And it's really disheartening, really sad, really heartbreaking. The creators, the staff, folks that worked on the show have been tweeting, have been talking about, you know, it's like their life's work that has now been literally erased. It's literal erasure happening right now. It's not even like, okay, the show got made, it got greenlit, it was wildly successful, it gets canceled, and then they completely pull it. It's literal erasure. There's no trace of it anymore. This is this too in the era of movies that are considered blockbuster films are not necessarily having releases in theaters in person they go straight to streaming and in the case of batwoman right her film that film not getting released at all and then deleted so there was no opportunity for the in-person screening or the streaming and then Things don't go to DVD anymore. Where can people watch things if the only option is the streaming platform? And so that's something that I think we got got our like wheels turning as far as this issue, because, you know, we consider our podcast to be an audio archive. And for us, like the, the art existing and being available and being out there is so important. So that's sort of like the question that we're tossing around today. Like, what does this mean when movies and TV shows with, and these are bit multi-million dollar projects and then they're just gone. And then what does that mean? Yeah. I mean, I think like the world of streamers 
we're in a streaming world, right? And so I think that the game has just it has just changed, and we don't really know what's happening, um, mm-hmm. especially as consumers, right? But that folks that are kind of on in this in between space where we're in entertainment but like not fully in it, I think that it's very alarming. And it's very scary because you can put this project out and then it disappear. And mm-hmm. I think there's just I when thinking about labor specifically, like we've seen reports of the residual checks being pennies compared to cable television residual checks. We have seen um, like Netflix isn't required to release their streaming numbers in the same way mm-hmm. that a cable television has to. And so there's different rules for different companies. And well, there's no accountability that can be held if you know, you're not required to release your numbers, because if you're saying the numbers aren't there, but then no one can actually see them. Well, can we actually believe that the numbers aren't there? Yeah. And then we have shows that are super old friends, movies, you know, what have mm-hmm. you, and they should be up and they should be available. But why are you telling me that these old throwback shows are getting all these wild numbers that like justifies them being available to watch and these new shows getting the axe? Like, I'm not buying it. So at the top of the episode, I mentioned um, Love Life and Minx uh, being canceled and Minx had already been renewed for a second season and then canceled, which is odd and weird because it's like, well, then what do things mean anymore? Like doesn't renewal mean that it's getting renewed and we get to see it again? So then how do you then, bizarre, right? So according to Variety, both cancellations are a result of cost-cutting efforts within HBO Max and Warner Brothers Discovery as they complete a broader review of their scripted series financials. So a lot of people have been asking this question. Of course, we're tracking this conversation on Twitter and then like there's journalism about it, but there are strikes going on with like with writers and folks who work in costuming and folks who work across the industry and there's the question of things like residuals and like are are these cancellations just like tactics you know um that studios are using not to pay folks and not to like give in to strike demands you know and like labor demands from the folks who are working to make all of these shows possible. So it's like a very wild time in Hollywood, in media and entertainment. And it also for, for viewers. Right. And then also just for folks at home, because then like, how do you get attached to a show for newer generations that you grow up with and the characters you grow up with, if they get canceled and then, you know, there's no like, Oh, Saved by the Bell, Lizzie McGuire, That's So Raven, Legacy, that it's season after season, year after year, you grow up with them. That could have been Gordita Chronicles, that you grow up with this girl. And like, you know, the audience is stunted in that way, too. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, 
I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, that's an excellent point, Mala. I think, yeah, like going back to the labor, it's, I've seen the tweets that you're referencing where, you know, it's people are making the connection that, you know, HBO and the likes don't want to pay residuals. And that's why the shows are being removed. And I saw this tweet that I sent to Mala um, by Jabari McDonald. And it says, shows aren't safe when they're greenlit. Shows aren't safe when they're in production. Shows aren't safe when they get a renewal. Shows aren't safe when, they, when they're already on the platform. And so exactly to your point, like on the creator crew cast end, there's this uncertainty. And then on the consumer viewer end, can you even get invested in a show that might not have longevity? Yeah. And it's sad. And, yeah. And because all, and all the, the reverberations of that, all the other implications, right? Like going back to like, okay, how do you have writers develop their voice and their skill set, like in a writer's room? If, if that experience gets cut off at the second season, you know, and like directors and 
everybody involved in a production if shows don't have the time to like grow and stretch this is also for some context not necessarily like a new thing i think it's just worse now than it has been ever in 2019 the hollywood reporter cited a study about how streaming platforms like netflix are across the board just more likely to act shows within the first two seasons way more likely than you know broadcast cable TV. And this is a trend. This is something that folks have known to be true for some years now, but it's just like really, really, really bad. And I think, you know, at least like in the case of like one day at a time where it didn't get renewed for where was it? Was it on Netflix? Yeah, it was on Netflix for I want to say two or three seasons. Yeah. So it didn't get renewed again for Netflix, but it found a home somewhere else. And then pop, it, pop pop TV, right? Yeah, and then it got canceled. And then it got canceled there. But it seems like with some of these shows, you know, it's like with the Gordita Chronicles is I feel like the difference here is like they're talking about like it's like is it going to go somewhere else? I mean, I don't know because like Netflix hasn't removed like one day at a time. Like the Netflix originals that are on still there. the streaming platform, like they haven't been removed. I like don't quote me because I don't know if this yeah. is true yeah. but I don't know if this has been done before like have streamers pulled down shows that they've canceled like is this a are we seeing like a first time thing right like an um, original series being this is pulled. an HBO Max original Correct. series yeah because we see shows for example like The Office The Office was on Netflix and then it got mo- it got it's on I think uh, Peacock now And so that was an NBC original, right? It was broadcast. Then it found its home on a streaming platform. And then for licensing, whatever happens there, it got moved to Peacock. And so shows that have existed and are no longer in production, are finished, have their series finale, everything, have found homes on different streaming platforms. But to see like an original get cut, I think is like, this is, I think that this is, we're seeing this for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, like we can't watch old episodes. We can't right. watch existing episodes. It's They're just completely being pulled from the platform. Yeah. So that's, I think, like maybe like, whoa, okay, what's happening here? So we deleted Batwoman, it's just gone. Batgirl. Batgirl. I keep, well, she's a woman, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> yeah, Batgirl with Leslie Grace. With Leslie Grace. Yeah. And then, you know, and like now Gordita Chronicles. And I'm sure that there will be more, um, which is very sad. And so like we talked about this too with the podcast. Like, you know, it's all digital. Mm-hmm. And like we can do certain things to like retain our audio but how do we really preserve the podcast? Yeah. You know, like, it, do we have to transcribe every episode and like yes. have our printed <laughs> scripts? Would the, I mean, yes, the yes. answer is yes. We have discussed this. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a process. It's a process. Um, but having that actual literal, just physical thing is like the only way to truly archive something I feel yeah I mean that's why you know these archives exist in the library of congress for example libraries are so crucial to archive work like there's different community centers and community institutes 
just institutes in general. Like I'm thinking of the of the Huntington Library, right? That had like Octavia yeah. Butler's letters on display for a while. Truly. And mm-hmm. so thinking of those places as really instrumental to archival work. Yeah, I definitely think like our our transcript should be printed. But oh, wait, th- and speaking of the Library of Congress, should we tell them? Yeah. So oh, I we mean, tell them. I mean, we haven't seen anything thus far, but the Library of Congress did reach out to us to include our website in their Latinx luminaries section at the yeah. Library of Congress. So we like are in the archives. We're in the archives. We're in the archives of the yeah. Library of Congress. Yeah, truly. Yep. Yeah, when Just I saying. when Just when saying. when we got the email, I was like, "Ma, this is fake. Like, this is this is a scam." <laughs> <laughs> we had to, we had to do some vetting. Yeah. <laughs> no, we really did. We really did. Because, like, why would the Library of Congress be emailing us? I mean, why not? <laughs> but also, you never That's know. True. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. 
the war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. No, but you know, what got me thinking right now, Mela, going back to the conversation about TV and writer's rooms specifically, it kind of like the alarm went off in my brain. Like, okay, (gasps) wait a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As there's more like diversity initiatives, pipelines, mm. ho- like Hollywood pipelines being created. I like where you're the going The writer rooms yeah. are being cut. They're like, they're not being staffed. There's no retention. And so there's all these quote diversity initiatives that are being put in place by stars, mm-hmm. by our friends over at La Leaf, mm-hmm. right? We know La Leaf has nothing to do with this, but just as an example, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's like all, <laughs> there's all these diversity initiatives, right? It's really true. good ones yeah, like no, that. Yes. It's, but yeah. then there's like, you know, mm-hmm. these other ones by the executive, the studios, and stuff. the studios yeah. as well. Right. So if you have all these writer rooms, filmmaker pipelines, pipelines all these things, right. But then their shows are getting canceled. Yep. There's no room to grow in a writer's room. Yep. It's just lip service. Yeah. Like, it's just, what are you, what is it for then yeah. if there's no actual cultivation? And I feel like we're just, that's, this is just one example in Hollywood, right? But we we see like all these D, diversity and inclusion DEI initiatives mm-hmm. that sprung up in 2020 mm-hmm. because of the political uprisings. And then things get cut, things get, budgets get slashed. Yep. We're in 2022 now, like, oh, we're over it. It doesn't matter anymore. We're not giving it any more funding. Pa fuera todos. It's so true. The pipeline programs. Cause, yeah, because where's the pipeline leading? Like into a ditch, you know? <laughs> like what are we building here? It's so true. And it's like, just give us, just give us the money and we'll make the project. It will be fabulous. I mean, I guess if you don't want to show it, you don't have to, but can you But can you just hire us to make <laughs> it? Like, you don't even have to put it on your platform. Because that's the thing is they're spending the money to make these projects. Yeah, no, they need to go on the platforms though because people need to see them. They need to, that's, and that's what I thought, It needs right? to be seen, that's yeah. That's what I thought. Like, oh, they right. spend millions of dollars, they green light them, they make them. They market them. They promote right. them. They want to show these. They want to show these movies and TV shows, right? right? But then they don't. You would think they're like actually no, never mind. I don't. Get Just kidding. It. I mean, I think that us talking about the the labor the labor aspect of it specifically, right? Going back is just they don't want to pay no the residuals. Crazy. They don't want to pay the people that got the show made because it's like the it's not just cast, right? Everyone. It's everyone mm-hmm. involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. Like under capitalism, this is terrible because even if you're thinking of like the measures of what's successful, like that's still under like white supremacist capitalist structures. Mm-hmm. And so like even these measures of success, like 
I don't know. I don't know. I it's don't get just it. terrible. I don't get it. These shows were not are not were not flops. Minx, very good, very popular. Yeah. Los Spookies. Uh, Los Spookies are like so good, so fun, so different, so unique, such a breath of fresh air. I mean, all the shows that are being axed again so early in their lives, you know, within the first two seasons, first three seasons. How do the yeah. shows get their their legs under them? The Sopranos was on air for how long? Law and Order right. is still on air. It's been decades. Grey's Anatomy. If you know me, you know Entries. that I'm a Grey's Anatomy fan. Yes. Okay, but it's been on for 19 seasons. A so, really long time. So, a really long time. A really long time where even fans are like, okay, this needs to end. <laughs> no, truly. I mean, I and look, 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 look. I'll be the first Uh-oh. to admit. I... I love reality TV. I oh, really yes. do. I I I love it. You know? But I also understand that it is a poison and it is <laughs> it is a cancer to the entertainment industry because they don't have to pay writers. Mm. There's no writers room, it's reality. It's all just the subjects. They don't have to do hair and makeup. They don't have to pay for hair and makeup for most of these people who are on camera. They don't have to pay union fees because these are not actors or stunt people. Oh wow! I've been—I didn't know that. I—I've—I've been like—I've been like, okay, what is the grappling it with it here? Because Ninety Day Fiance, my my shit, I love Ninety Day Fiance, like my bread and butter, my comfort, my everything, like my solace, like it is my show. But I'm like, how how has this show been on for like twenty seasons? You know, like. This is right. this is a lot, and then the spinoffs to the spinoffs to the spinoffs, and I'm like, these people are mm. ridiculous, you know. But I'm like, okay, there's all these reality shows, and then like Minx is gone, right? Something is not right here. The balance is off in the universe. Yeah, there's I think just so much to consider because as we move in, as we've been moving in, we're already in there. We've been moved in. To digital, right? It's like, do we need to bring back CDs and DVDs and laser discs, laser discs, floppy discs? Floppy no, I don't discs. know. But <laughs> tapes, but no <laughs> tapes. No, but in serious, in seriousness, and seriously, in all seriousness, in all seriousness. <laughs> I've been out of school for like a week, and I don't know how to speak anymore. In all seriousness, really, like the physical archive mm-hmm. is just as important as the digital archive. Sure. You know, digital gives us accessibility, it gives us more eyes, it gives us maybe global viewership, but there's something to keeping it simple and going back to basics, the physical, tangible art. Yeah. I think is so important. It's so important. And speaking of, a couple weeks ago, because I know Mala, you wanted to bring this up, a couple weeks ago there were like AI generators oh, and yeah. folks were submitting their photos to be generated and then it came out that like maybe you shouldn't be doing that there's been a lot of buzz about the ai now to our listeners out there if you've already done the ai you know it's okay everyone we know and love has has ai generated images of oh but not, us. But, not, but, but not, not us. us but not us <laughs> but not us <laughs> but we're just we get it we understand we empathize yeah we get it we get it we get it we're just saying that like we've noticed a lot of conversation around it you know things get really popular they seem very um harmless harmless and then people start digging and then the truth is revealed right so apparently folks are upset 
rightfully so, because these AI generators, the way that they create these like kind of cartoon illustrated images of you is they have like kind of scoured art online and pulled images from other artists and then like combined all of their different artistic techniques to then create the AI generated images that I think you're paying to get made of yourself. So there are artists who are like, this is my style. This is my work. Like this is me. And of course they're not getting paid. And so it's brings calls into question, you know, different things about like artists being ripped off and folks mm-hmm. uh, wanting original work made, but not necessarily going to the original artist right. to get it done and paying the I'm original paying price. It. Yeah, I saw like some of our artist friends, like one of them, like Angelica Becerra, you know, she is an incredible visual artist. And she was the first one that I saw posting about the AI generators and how we shouldn't be using them because they're scamming and stealing from artists. If you want an illustration done of you, just pay an artist, find an artist that you like, because there are a lot of artists that do illustrations, our art designer graphic designer does illustrations Micah Micah there's there's a ton of yeah there's a ton of artists out there if you want that really beautiful illustration AI is not always good my friends watch any sci-fi movie it always ends badly. not always good it always ends badly and then folks are like oh you know like we shouldn't we should know by now not to submit our faces yeah to these platforms because who Mm -hmm. owns it who's behind it what do they do with your face scary and images of your face you know the like um we see these videos pop up online of people doing the deep fakes you know like using pictures of someone and video Mm -hmm. clips of someone to really make it look like they're saying or doing things that they have not done you know like the the technology is pretty advanced So there's like all these different things out there about like, it's dangerous, but then like, um, we've been putting our faces on the internet, like on Instagram and TikTok, like willingly Mm -hmm. for a a long time now. Like, I think it's too late for all of us also on that end of things, you know, our faces are out there. Yes. We touched on a lot today, y'all. So thank you for tuning in. Let us know what you think of this episode. Uh, let us know what you think about all of the disappearing art, right? Yeah, it's like this that's what it is. really, really incredible, horrible contrast of, I think at the top of the conversation, we're talking about art disappearing from platforms mm-hmm. and then art being stolen via AI. <gasps> so dang, let us know. It's a lot. Full circle. That's wild. Yeah. yeah no, so true. Let us know. Visit our website, locatoraradio.com, and leave us a voice message on our speak pipe. We'd love to hear from you guys. We haven't heard from you guys in a while. And if you leave us a message, it just might get played on a future episode of Locatora Radio. So that's locatoraradio.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Locatora Radio is a production of Locatora Productions in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts, listen to the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Besitos. Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella. Hosted by Mala Muñoz 
and the Osaf fam. chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen and with resi priority notify and global dining access through my amex platinum card right this way it's nice to try someone else's food for a change that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpress.com slash with amex there are a lot of things that matter to me family community culture and peace of mind hi it's woman valderrama and when balancing life i have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support and when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.